Hello there, everybody. Welcome into another episode of P. Witty's World. Today is Friday, October 13th. Yes, Friday the 13th. So far has not been a bad day, but obviously a lot of time left. We will see how everything plays out the rest of the day, but it is fall break, so that is a plus. Uh, as always, remember to follow P. Witty's World on X, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a follow, spread the word. It is much appreciated. So a rare two-episode week this week, but fall break has left me a little bit of time. Not as much as I thought I was going to have. Been trying to get a lot of things done, preparing for upcoming basketball season, trying to take care of some family stuff, spending some time with my kids. Uh, It's been a solid week. Uh, But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people out there that are not having solid weeks. Uh, And for one, that's going to go to the Republican Party. Uh, As I have talked about before um speaker mccarthy removed in a unprecedented vote uh within the last couple weeks and now uh steve scalise's uh apparent bid at becoming the speaker has come to a abrupt and quick end as he realized he was not going to be able to secure enough votes to take over that position so now i'm not sure where the republicans really turn um You know, the Republicans uh, could screw up a two-car funeral, uh, as far as I'm concerned. The way this has played out, they've had excellent opportunities with all the things going on uh, to kind of seize some momentum and seize some control as now we are roughly, you know, less than 13 months away from the 2024 election. And uh, they basically just couldn't do it. Uh, It makes their party look inept and the opportunity to seize momentum here has just been kind of passed to the wayside. So probably more over that over the next several days. We'll see who ends up being the next Speaker of the House. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But in a much more pressing issue, I want to talk about the issue in Israel today or how it's been for essentially the last week. It's just a very, very heartbreaking situation, and I'm really having some issues uh, or struggling with some issues in terms of how people are viewing this. Uh, First of all, it is very clear that you cannot reason with hate. And with the terrorist groups, Hamas, Hezbollah, you know, Al-Qaeda, whoever you want to put in that category, those are groups of people that would like to see nothing more than the Jewish race wiped off the face of the earth. And to be quite honest, anybody that is in the corner of Hamas Anybody that is supporting Hamas, not condemning attacks, I really don't understand where you're coming from. And it seems to me, based on various things I've read, that this has become somewhat of like a a partisan issue within our own Congress. How can you be on the side of a group that is driven and fueled by hate? Now, I know it is a very complex issue, and I'll get to that here in a second with some comments made by one of our actual representatives in Congress. But look, anytime a terrorist organization 
goes into another country or within their own country and is innocently murdering people, including women and children. We have reports of kids, children, babies being beheaded. You had a group of, uh, you know, Israelis right over the Gaza border at a rave or a music festival or whatever's going on, just innocently gunned down. How can anybody in their right mind support anything like that? No matter what your cause is. If the tables were turned on this, if there was an Israeli terrorist group that went into Gaza and started murdering innocent civilians, women, children, etc., I would condemn them in a heartbeat. And I don't understand what is so difficult for some groups to condemn hate. If we are being realistic about this, this is the worst attack on the Jewish race since the Holocaust. This this makes the deaths of 9-11, when you compare the size of the countries, this makes 9-11 look like just a pinprick. And it's a lot, there's a lot more horror involved here, like because this is an ongoing conflict. And you could possibly say that about terrorism in the early part of this century. But, you know, realistically, we had the events of 9-11. And I think the American people, obviously, we were outraged, we were hurt, we were fearful. But we knew that we had the resources and the capability and the wherewithal to make that somewhat of an isolated incident. Now, we worried about it for years on end. And, and quite honestly, I'm worried about there being attacks of violence here. But it is just mind-blowing to me that any group any person will not step up and condemn this kind of action because it is evil. I don't care what race, religion, gender, whatever, however you feel about anything. Uh, the innocent murder of people is wrong. And there should be no second thoughts about how you feel about that. We should be condemning hate and violence at any turn we can and for some people to not be able to do that you know i saw a tweet or a whatever they're called now with x from black lives matter in chicago saying we stand with palestine i, I would like that to be clarified do you stand with hamas or do you stand with palestinians because you know what there's a lot of innocent palestinians that now are having to face the wrath of danger and destruction because of the action that hamas took they're innocent Palestinians getting murdered. And I, and I hate that for that group of people as well. It's not okay, but Israel has been backed into a corner where they feel the only way that they can defend themselves is to go after Palestine. And, and I'm taking them at face value saying they are targeting Hamas and these groups, and I think they are. I mean, we don't have all the facts, but there are innocent bystanders by that. It is a very bad situation. And we have a representative here from Michigan Rashida Tlaib, who, uh, when asked, it's, it's a viral clip that's out there. She had a reporter follow her to her office saying, do you condemn these attacks? She is Palestinian, okay, Palestinian descent, and she refused to condemn the attacks when this reporter asked about it, asking about, are you going to condemn the attacks where babies have been beheaded? Would not comment on that. Now, she did release a statement saying, I grieve the Palestinian and Israeli lives lost. This was last week. Uh, today and every day, 
but the failure to recognize the violent reality of living under siege, occupation, and apartheid makes no one safer. Now, that is the view from, that is the Palestinian view there, and that's how they feel. And obviously, this issue is incredibly complex. This goes back thousands of years. It is essentially a holy war. I understand, like, when you are passionate about a subject and you bring religion into it, uh, you know, historically, that has always been kind of a major issue for various groups trying to fight the good fight in their mind. But in this case, you know, I understand they felt their land has been seized. They feel like they're living uh, under siege. That does not make it okay for terrorist groups to go murder innocent children. There's just no, it's not a bipartisan issue or it's not a partisan issue. It should be a bipartisan issue. Everybody, I think, should feel this way. And it's crazy that there is actually some division in our country about how you should feel about this. You have universities protesting, showing significant signs of anti-Semitism. And like the Black Lives Matter thing in Chicago, like you have a group that is fighting for oppression here in the United States, whether it be police brutality, uh, systemic racism, whatever. How are you not going to support a group that has arguably been more, uh, has faced more systemic racism than you have historically? Like not even, I mean, if you look at the numbers of Jewish people living in Europe before and after World War II, the numbers are staggering. In some countries, over 95% of the Jewish population was eliminated due to the Holocaust. I mean, this is not something that has just crept up. And I honestly cannot think of any situation where I would feel so discriminatory towards a group that I think their women and children should be murdered. I mean, that that is just insane to me. Uh, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. In the recent days, uh, Israel has basically said, you need to evacuate, I believe it's the northern part of Gaza, you need to be moving south because they were going to rain down on the northern part, which means there's going to be more casualties. This isn't, you know, this is a endless cycle right now uh, of hatred and you would hope there's some diplomatic way to work this out but I I just cannot imagine living in a country and and having to entertain these thoughts of fear that these things could happen what a more is there a more you know terror-filled way to die than what some of these people have had to endure for the past week and I sit here and I pray that this conflict ends sooner than later that people that commit acts of terror regardless of whose side you're on are brought to justice and that people within the Middle East can live a healthy and prosperous life as they move forward and it's just uh, it's really sad I was reading I, I subscribed to this newsletter called The Hustle and I'll put it up on some social media outlets but they talked about how technology has made this such a horrifying situation uh first of all cyber attacks have spread misinformation cut off reliable information and limited public utilities in gaza in israel uh emergency warning systems were temporarily offline uh power grids uh failed attacks were made on israeli government websites the red alert app which sends citizens real-time alerts about rocket launches was also compromised and then also they're starting to come out and say that this entire hamas attack was funded through cryptocurrency it just really shows you some of the dangers of technology and ultimately i think that's where a lot of battles are going to be fought 
in the future. I think our adversaries uh, in America will try and attack us through cyber attacks. I, I think that is the future. Uh, maybe that's better than other alternatives, but it's kind of crazy that they are able to exploit these technological advances that we have and use them against their, you know, adversaries and other groups. So, you know, I, I pray for all the people in the Middle East, no more death. We all hate death. It's a bad deal. Um, I just don't understand how you could be on the other side of that. In a, not a similar event, not even close, uh, poor choice of words if I was going to go down that road, but we, we're still having this Franklin mayoral election here, and our favorite candidate, uh, Gabrielle Hansen, is once again facing possible censure from uh, the alderman here in Franklin because she refuses to condemn a hate group who is tied to white supremacy. It, it absolutely blows my mind that this is even a race uh, within our mayoral ship here in Franklin. Um, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think Williams County is one of the greatest places to live. I'm not sure why anybody in this county would support a candidate with all these red flags that Gabrielle Hansen has. There's absolutely nothing wrong with living here. Now I get a little frustrated with traffic from time to time. Like I wish downtown Franklin would do a better job of like, you know, uh, putting sensors on their lights. So I don't sit at like uh, bridge street and main street for like five minutes on a Tuesday morning trying to get to work when there's no cars in either direction. Uh, but if that's the biggest issue I have living in here or living here, uh, I'll take it because it doesn't hold a candle to what some other people in this world are going through. Now, um, some less serious topics that I did want to uh, touch on here. Uh, California, uh, and I disagree with a lot of things California does. I don't disagree with this at all, but they have uh, recently passed a bill here. Um, and people are calling it the Skittles ban bill, which is not accurate. Um, they've got till 2027 to make changes, but they did pass a bill that uh, bans some food additives. And um, the food atom, uh, additives were the chemicals are red dye number three. I don't know if one and two are bad, but evidently three is bad. Bromated vegetable oil, potassium bromate, and propyl paraben. I, I probably butchered those names. Uh, but all those chemicals have been linked to, among other health concerns, the risk of cancer and hyperactivity in children. Um, yeah, if you give kids a bunch of Skittles, they're probably going to be a little hyperactive. It's neither here nor there. Uh, but these are things that have already been done in Europe. And uh, anything that makes us a little healthier, I think, is probably a pretty good idea. Uh, I don't agree with a lot of things that California does. In fact, I was talking to my uh, close friend in California uh, this morning, uh, basically my California mom. What's up, Cheryl? I'm sure she's listening. Uh, and she told me that gas is over $7 a gallon in California. You've got to be kidding me. I got pissed off yesterday. I went to Sam's Club here in uh, in Franklin, and it was three eighteen. I was like, this is ridiculous. $7? Whew. What a hit. So California doesn't do a whole lot right. I do think that is uh, one thing that is a, a positive bill, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and if it has effect. New York is also considering passing a similar bill, um, and I have no problem with that. I think that's probably pretty good policy. That's what I like about federalism. We allow different states to pass different laws, and then we can use those as test cases to see how effective they are going to be. Uh also, a not-so-serious note, poor Braves fans. 
Man, uh, baseball is nuts. I believe this statistic is right. I think the top five, the, the the teams, the top five teams in baseball, teams that won the most games this year, have all been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, that's insane. Uh, you know, the Braves have had a tremendous amount of success since the mid-90s. I'm not a huge Braves fan. I do pull for the Braves. My dad loves the Braves. Uh, Growing up in Memphis, we basically got two games. Uh, We got the Braves on TBS, and we got the Cubs on uh, WGN. And I ended up becoming a Cubs fan. I pull for the Braves just because I have a lot of friends that are Braves fans. Uh, But, man, talk about all the times they have just – you know, been runner-up or not been able to advance. Uh, did win the world championship two years ago, uh, but this year I thought that team just looked untouchable. And four games later, they're out. Uh, it's just kind of mind-blowing. Baseball is a cruel game. Um, you know, the Braves teams. I really remember. I really paid attention. I was a huge Dale Murphy fan back in the day. I could probably go through and name the entire lineup of like the mid-80s teams. Uh, because I was watching TBS more frequently then, and then as it got in the early 90s, and, and I had a, I took a trip to Wrigley Field when I was in like eighth grade, and I fell in love with it because I love old bar po- ballparks. I love old venues. I loved Ryan Sandberg. I loved Andre Dawson, the Hawk. But I also had my moments as a Braves fan. I remember Rick Mailer, Ken Overfell, Bob Horner, four home runs in a game. But I loved Dale Murphy. I thought he was tough as nails. And... Uh, you know, just a, a little shout out to all my all my friends that are Braves fans. I know it's a tough day, but uh, you'll recover. Also, a not so serious note, and this also relates to California. California restaurants are charging vomit fees for guests who drink too many mimosas. Uh, many California restaurants that are running specials of bottomless mimosas, which, first of all, not a great idea. Uh, everybody probably likes a good mimosa. I remember I had a trivia question one night at Minio's. What alcohol is the quickest to absorb into your system? Well, it's actually champagne. So if you're going to go and drink bottomless mimosas for an hour, decent chance you're going to get sick. But there are a significant amount of restaurants in the California area that are charging a $50 cleaning fee included on your tab when you throw up in public areas. It's a real law. It's a real thing. Uh, I, I know if you throw up in an Uber, which I'm sure happens quite a bit, you get charged a significant fee for that. I, I drove Lyft and Uber for a while. Uh, I had I have some interesting stories, but none uh, that equate to anybody throwing up in my car. I was very fortunate on that. Uh, those days of driving that are behind me, but I think it's very interesting. Why not change your mimosa policy? Um, and uh, this one restaurant, $22 price tag for bottomless mimosas, but a $50 cleaning fee if you throw up. Maybe just raise the price on the bottomless mimosas. I don't know. Um, I'm not an economist. I'm not sure how that really works out for them. I would rather charge another 8 or $9 to not have to clean up vomit, but that's me. So uh, last thing I want to touch on, and this is somewhat of a personal thing, uh, one, of my, one of my really good friends, and I'm not going to mention her name or her husband's name. Um, they've essentially been blogging over the last few days. They are trying to adopt a kid. And uh, it has been must, like I've checked this blog probably 300 times in the past five days. But they, uh, they're they adopting a kid. There's a, The mother is in 
another state, gave birth to the kid this week, and after 72 hours, the mom is supposed to sign over the rights um, to my friend and, and her husband. And and let me just say, this, this person is one of the best people I know, had the opportunity to work with her for a year. Uh, no one has ever uttered a bad word about her or her husband. They, they are just two of the most fantastic people you could ever imagine. Um, and now, you know, it looks like it's still up in the air because I imagine, you know, you give birth to a child, there's uh, obviously this this attachment to this, and, and now the, the person that said they were going to give up their kid is, is waffling. And it really, I tell you this because, first of all, I think everybody should be praying for her and her husband uh, because they have paid their dues, they've waited, they will be fantastic parents. They will be the best parents you know. Um, but second of all, it kind of just puts into perspective other things that we worry about. And obviously, last few months, I've had a lot going on. Things have been difficult. You know, you lose a sibling. That's very tough. This has kind of put it in perspective. Um, I've prayed probably more in the last three or four days than I have in quite a while, which, you know, is actually that that is saying something because I've had a lot to pray about lately. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there in this world that are really struggling with things. And I think it's very no matter how down you can get about your personal life or your relationship with your kids or any kind of thing you have going on, your job or whatever, there are people out there that are facing much bigger issues than we are facing. I think it's really important to keep that in mind. And even though you don't probably know this family, uh, actually some people listening to this definitely do, um, take a minute and pray for her and her husband and this newborn child that hopefully they will be bringing into their lives here very, very soon. Um, because it's just, uh, they, they, they deserve this and they will be great parents and this kid will be better for it if they, if he has them in their lives. So just take a minute and, and give them a prayer if you can. So hate to end the podcast on that note. Went a little over 20 minutes today. Hope everybody is having a great week, especially those of us that are out on fall break back to work next week. Uh, but hey, it could always be worse. We're a quarter of this, you know, quarter of the year is done with school, which is mind blowing. It goes by so quick. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I will. Uh, I'll be back with some more stuff next week, unless there's some kind of issue that comes up over the weekend that I think I much just have to discuss. But if not, remember, give me a follow on uh, X, Instagram, Facebook. Spread the word. I appreciate you guys more than you know. And have a fantastic weekend.